some dead air. Dead aired your mom. <laughs> I'm leaving that in there. <laughs> nice. Hey, what's going on? This is the pilot episode of Speeding Bullets. This is Ready from Stealth Maneuver, and with me for the first time is Richie. Yes, my name is Richie, also known as the Hound of Dog and Pony Sound. A little plug there for me. Catch at any of our shows across the city, Monday to Friday. Well, not Monday to Friday. Every day of the week, damn it. <laughs> Every day of the damn week. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're going to be doing, uh, this is our show about comic books and the comic book culture and all Everything that nerd stuff. Everything all comic books. Yeah, absolutely. Anything we can think of. I think it's fair to start off with uh, why we chose the title we chose. Uh, I'm a huge Superman fan. Reddy's a huge Batman fan. We'll get into that later. <laughs> um, and the, the title actually comes from an DC Comics Elseworlds book um, called Speeding Bullets, written by J.M. DeMatthias and drawn by Eduardo Barreto. Um, check him out. It's a really good book. Uh, we just talked earlier. 20 years old. I can't believe it's been 20 years. 13 that was when that came out. No, it's crazy looking back on the old comic books we used to read and see how old they actually are. Yeah. And the, the storyline behind this is instead of landing in Kansas, Superman's ship or rocket, whatever you want to call it. Little baby stroller. <laughs> Cosmic baby stroller. There we go. Uh, well, that's what I'm going to call it from now on. I, never, I can't believe I ever never thought of that. But anyways, it lands in Gotham instead. And he's found by Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne. And they raise him. And what happens is... Same sort of thing, parents get mugged, killed in the process. That's when he discovers his powers and he accidentally incinerates the mugger. And so he becomes Batman. The costume is a little bit different. Uh, it's the, the Batman outfit, but it's a full face mask. Covers his face. Uh, they still called him Bruce, so it's not a Clark Kent thing. He's still Bruce Wayne. And he's a much... Could you just imagine... Batman with Superman's powers. <laughs> well, man, like I, I read Sun. Yeah, perfect, right? Superman as a Rusky. Yeah, yeah. If he lands, very yeah. That's a, and speaking of which, that's actually going to be an alternate skin you can get in Injustice coming up. The, oh, the nice. There. Um, but uh, storyline goes on. Lex Luthor is uh, gets disfigured. He becomes the Joker type villain for the storyline and. Uh, the, I can't remember the main meat of the story, but what what it turns into is he meets Lois Lane, and she convinces him to take uh, a better approach, not a better approach, a different approach, and it's a, a less violent approach, you know, because let's, let's be honest, Batman's a violent guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, and that's when he becomes, he, first he's Batman, and he has... Uh, in the suit, but then he goes into the Superman costume at the end, becomes Superman. Uh, becomes the Boy Scout that is fucking Superman. <laughs> exactly. Ugh, Superman. <laughs> I hate that guy. Well, let's start off. Um, well, let's let's get some points from you. Like, uh, why why Batman? Like, I I totally get Batman. I love Batman too, but I still love Superman more. Yeah, and so it's not that I dislike Superman. I just find him to be a bit too much of a boy scout I find him to be too uh, also his his identity like his secret identity is ridiculous <laughs> I know that's, that's why he's so awesome at the same time like literally well you can't see what I'm doing right now but like 
I'm Superman. I'm Clark Kent. You know, I, I wear glasses. Put in a case little you're wondering. Put a little curl in your hair, exactly. and there you go. And part of the different and, side. And he alters his voice a little bit, speaks a deeper. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that's gonna sell it. They actually, which is hilarious, because they actually bring that up. If you remember in uh, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman, um, uh, the villain Tempest, time traveling villain, uh, actually makes fun of the fact, you know, like that's where I got the glasses on, glasses off make fun of Superman identity thing like and let's be honest I can't refute that no it's it's ridiculous but at the same time it's why it works but also to be fair it's no different than pretty much any other superhero identity yeah exactly like even Bruce Wayne even my boy Batman it's fucking ridiculous yeah I mean you have you you can see from his nose down like people have defining figures on their jaws oh yeah if, if I were to look at you Richie and you were wearing a Batman mask I'd still know it was you. Yeah, exactly. I'd still look and go, oh, Richie's dressed like Batman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I really like Batman because I find that with the the no-kill policy that was added in post-comic code, yes. it really makes him this anti-hero that's easy to like Yeah. because it removes that idea that he's just a murderous, rampaging yeah. psychopath. Yeah, which which is, is works for some heroes, like Punisher. Yeah, like, except, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a totally different take. But um, the other thing is, because uh, you're right, there was no because Batman, the first iteration of him, he actually did. Oh yeah, he had gun. guns. He had guns. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, and but that's that's I think when I think of the things I like of of Batman, it's the fact that he has that strict. He has that line. Yeah. You know, like some some there are some heroes in in both Marvel DC universe that that don't have lines, and that's where. That's where they become a little shady. You don't know where they're gonna go. Yeah, like even with Punisher, right? Punisher, cool character, all that, but you can never really like the Punisher. Yeah. Because he goes out and he kills the hell out of everybody. Yeah. He, you know, even though he's killing bad people, it's still he's he's killing people. Yeah. Um, Ryan from the comic book shop would hate the way we're talking about Punisher right now. Anyway. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he's a huge Punisher. Fan. Hey, and you know, and it's no diss to Punisher. Uh, it's. Different takes. Well, different. here, well, I'm also going to mention this thing. We're obviously going to piss off comic book nerds. Oh yeah. And just you know, comic book character nerds. Because I'm going to I'm going to start that off right now, and say that Heath Ledger's Joker was a fucking joke. I hated <laughs> him, and I wish they'd have never made that movie. I I won't say I hated him. I I I liked the performance like as as a whole. Um, I didn't like the 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 scar. No, the scar thing was stupid. The scar thing was was was, was kind of dumb. Like you, you needs you needs like he, the the character was all right. It was partly the presentation. And I can't actually I can't say anything about Heath Ledger himself. Mm-hmm. He was doing what his director and his writer gave. Him. Yeah, and, and it was just terrible. With <laughs> with what with what they gave him, he did an excellent job. Oh, absolutely! I can't take anything away from Heath Ledger himself. Yeah. So, fanboys, don't get all butthurt about yeah. me disliking Heath Ledger. It's the characterization of the Joker in there. Yeah. I found him to be too much of a psychopath. There weren't enough jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want a really good Joker, Batman the Animated Series, Mark Hamill, yeah. rocks it out every time. When I, when I read Batman comic books and I read the Joker, I hear Mark Hamill's Joker. Absolutely, and as you should. I mean, he did the most... It was the best representation compared to comic books. Yeah. That you, I mean, the, one of the best episodes was the Joker fish yeah. that showed exactly how 
crazy the Joker is and what type of crazy. Yeah. Because he poisons the water supply. They all have these Joker smiles on the fish. Then he goes to the patent office, tries to patent the fish. They tell him no, so he poisons the patent officer. Yes. Like, that's just... It's crazy <laughs> to a level that's not... It's maniacal instead yeah, of psychopathic. And, and that's the thing. That's why he's Batman's greatest foes. Because Batman is highly intelligent... He's the that's the one villain that he can't predict what they're gonna do. Yes, yeah. he's unpredictable. Absolutely, and that's that's why the struggle between those two characters is so awesome. And 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 which on a parallel, going back to Superman, because that's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to hear your take on Superman. Why you enjoy it? Uh, well, I, li- I like Superman. Um, well, it goes back. Well, I'll get into when I first got into Superman. It's my mom's fault. <laughs> probably um, when I was very young probably two or three I got a pair of Superman pajamas that had a cape uh, um, at that time they weren't too smart the way they did capes for for uh, children pajamas because it was one where you tied around your neck oh well, that's good <laughs> exactly <laughs> credit to my mom though because uh, she was uh, smart enough to say okay you don't wear the cape to bed. So what it was was... She's a thinker. <laughs> exactly. What it was, and now that I think about it, it was kind of silly, but every night before I went to bed, I actually folded up the cape, put it underneath my pillow. <laughs> you were trying to imbue yourself with Superman powers. Exactly. I can understand. So, um, but I've always I've always loved how... Well, he's obviously, he's, he's the sole survivor of his planet. Well, later on, it's not really the sole survivor. There's always other Kryptonians that pop up. Supergirl, half human clones, um, Zod, uh, to name a few, but when, when it first comes out, he's the sole survivor, and he's, he's desperately trying to fit into a world that he doesn't really belong, and he doesn't know what his place is, and he's got all this power, and because his parents brought him up with values and morals, I won't say proper, because proper morals is a very oh it's such a broad term broad. Right? We, that, that's that's a different podcast <laughs> well I mean you can say the same thing about Batman at yeah. that point right I mean it, how you define what the moral standing is is very dependent on how you were raised yeah exactly it's it's all about how you're brought up and he was always taught to do the right thing uh, again doing the right thing very very open to interpretation but he always has a very noble purpose to what he wants to mm-hmm. do he wants he wants to save people and you know a lot of people you know like superman a lot of people th- uh see superman's his identity and clark kent's his secret identity but the way superman sees himself is clark kent is who he is superman's his mm-hmm. secret identity basically uh where on the other hand batman bruce wayne isn't who is no, no, Bruce Wayne is. is the mask that he wears. Right, Bruce Wayne is the mask. Yeah. Batman is the person. Absolutely. Um, but I always, and he, he uh, Superman just has, you know, like, yes, he has all this power. He does get aggressive. He does beat the crap out of things. But he wants, like, he always wants to give the criminal, for the most part, the benefit of the doubts uh, and, you know, a chance to re. re Re, re, rehabilitate. I always have trouble with that word. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'll just right. say rehab. Anyways, um, and I don't know. He just he, the Boy Scout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no. It's and that's but that's absolutely who he is. That's why it's been taken on as the term for him. Mm-hmm. Is because that's what he is. He's the Boy Scout. He was taught 
Yeah. Always do your duty. Yeah. Always make sure people around you are safe. Yeah, exactly. You have this power. And, and sort of Spider-Man. And at the same time, uh, that's that's one of his besides Kryptonite. That's one of his ultimate weaknesses. Of course, because his his enemies will use that against him. They're fighting him. They'll put crowd of people over there in danger. They know that Superman's gonna go save them. But then, really. I've seen enough times where Superman has straight up punched people through buildings and not given a shit <laughs> there's, about who's inside of them. There's there's always collateral damage oh, yeah. in any superhero in any superhero fights. I mean, like even Batman, like yeah. he'll he won't put people in danger. I mean, well, he'll give Batman will actually give uh, the appearance of putting people in danger if he has to to uh, to. Oh yeah, but that's not against his character. No, though. that's just an, an end to a means, and yeah. and he he never actually puts people in danger. Oh, and, that's not true either. He yeah, does that a yeah, lot as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, but at least that's but it's characterized within him, right? Yeah, he's very much the uh, the means to the end type of guy. Whereas yeah. Superman is all about the Boy Scout thing. Yeah, yeah, he'll still like knock the top yeah. off a building and you kill. Know, super Superman will try and talk a situation out. True. Um, he, that's that's usually the first approach he'll take. But if if words don't work, then like don't get me wrong, Superman loses his temper. He can lose his shit. Oh, the the last episode of the Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, I think it was the Justice League Unlimited where he's fighting Darkseid. Yeah, is the perfect thing where he straight up goes, "I live in a world full of cardboard, and this looks like an opportunity for me to test out how just how strong I am." And then punches him through a bunch of buildings and like crushes him into the ground. Yeah, goes super aggro. Yeah. Um, now the other thing I wanted to bring up, which uh, which I didn't tell you about earlier, nice. is uh, uh, the Superman Batman relationship. Um, uh, for lack of better terms, I'd say there is kind of a bit of a bromance going on there for Superman. Yeah, Batman. just a little bit. <laughs> um, now, uh, it's their there's their relationship has taken on uh, many stands. The one that always is centric to me is where they don't always get along. Um, but they have this high mutual respect for each other. Absolutely. And they don't necessarily um, understand or... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not understand. Like They don't may not understand each other's methods or agree yeah. with their... I mean, they come to methods. heads a lot of yeah, the time. they do. But they, they have a huge mutual respect. Uh, like if you... Uh, even, even in uh, The Dark Knight Returns, uh, the Frank Miller classic, I mean... Yes, you you know you don't know what's happened. You just know that you're in a world where superheroes are outlawed. Superman's his government lackey now. Um, Batman, uh, they want him to deal with Batman. Superman's gonna do it, but he doesn't really want to do it. And at the mm -hmm. same time, he he knows at the end that Batman's not really dead, uh, but he he lets it go on because Bruce is his friend mm -hmm. and. And uh, I want to bring a line from what they just did the uh, the animated version of Dark Knight Returns in two movies, part yes, one and two. Yes, they did. And one thing that wasn't actually in the book is at the end, which I love, is uh, they're at the funeral, and Clark Kent's there, and you know Selina Kyle's yelling at him, you know, you bastard, you did this. Other people aren't really sure why, but there are people around that that know. Yeah. And Commissioner Gordon is there, and. Uh, he uh, he says to he says to Clark Kent he says uh, so were you a friend of his and he says uh, I don't know and uh, Commissioner Gordon replies with seems about right <laughs> <laughs> and that that 
That is awesome. But at, at the deep core, they are they are very close friends. They, no, absolutely. They, they will stick out. Like, Superman trusts Batman enough that he gave Batman, he entrusted Batman with a chunk of kryptonite yep. to hold on to in case... You know, because, you know, there's been times Superman's been under magical control, mind control. Now, magical control, that used to be a thing, but it isn't anymore. No, it still is. Because didn't he just think his way out of being controlled by magic? He was fighting, like, Shazam or something. He went, oh, maybe I'm not weak to magic anymore. I just thought I was. And then he wasn't weak to magic anymore? Uh... That didn't that didn't last though. Did that did, did that get retconned like yeah, uh, everything like he else? Yeah, sti- he's still he's still vulnerable to magic. His 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 main weakness is obviously kryptonite in its various forms, um, magic, and of course his you know you know if other people are in danger like yeah his, people his, people yeah his his humanity is is his uh, his weakness. Well. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, that, that is one thing that Batman sort of lacks is that he doesn't have that humanity, right? Yeah. He doesn't have that... He cares for the people that he cares for. Like, yeah. say, um, any of the Robins. Yeah. Batgirl or Alfred get attacked. Or even yeah. Selina Cop. Yeah. If they get... If someone goes after them, then he'll come after them with a vengeance. But outside of that, I mean, he's there to protect the concept of good. Yeah. And at the same time, Batman has a very hard time uh, expressing... Like, uh, the people around him know that he cares, but uh, there are times where they still get very angry and frustrated with him just because of uh, his uh, personality, the way he behaves. And, Absolutely. And, but, you know, you can't blame the guy. He's fucking had, you know, his parents murdered in his front of him, you know? like. Now, I will say on that, too. Batman, let's say he's about 40-ish most of the time that they portray him, right? Yeah. Late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. He's been doing this for a while. At that point, maybe he joins a support group. <laughs> Just saying. Maybe, yeah, it might be a good idea. I, um, I love Batman, but there's, like, every oh, character, Bat- you always Bat- look at characters and you go, all right, that... Batman's sanity has always been in question. Oh, absolutely. Like, um, you know, like, he's, well, <laughs> what sane person puts on a bat costume and runs around and fights crime, you know, like... He just has a better handle handle on his mental health issues than a lot of people do. Well, and he, I, we mentioned the Joker, the Joker earlier. Yeah, exactly. But they're the same the same coin. They're just flip sides of it, right? Yeah. One works for order. One works sort of for disorder and random occurrences. Yeah, exactly. But I'm gonna bring up a thing about Superman now. That <laughs> it's not really Superman. It's who Superman decides to have around him, like a super dog. <laughs> Well, crypto and well, crypto. I I love crypto, and there's different forms of crypto. Um, there's the very campy, and then there's just the dog from Krypton. That's you know, like he. I don't know. I I I've always loved crypto. Like now, I I can go with Superman looking like a person from a, but they have dogs too that look identical <laughs> to Earth dogs. Yeah. The universe is a big place. We can't be the That's... only humanoid, uh, I won't say culture, but race uh, no, no. out there. I'll go with the not the only humanoid race, but you'd expect maybe the animals would look kind of different Yeah, due yeah. to different evolutionary well, I, paths. There are, there are I, I'm sure, and I can't think of any specific mm-hmm. examples right now, but there are other Kryptonian creatures that show up throughout, uh, throughout the years. Well, wasn't Darkseid Kryptonian? No, Darkseid's from Apocalypse. Okay. Or sorry, not uh, 
Zod is Kryptonian. No, maybe it's not Darkseid. Um, what's Am his I... name? The guy who killed Superman. Oh, Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah, is Doomsday. it Kryptonian? Doomsday was... Uh, uh, it's actually interesting to go into Doomsday's history uh, because way before the main Kryptonian culture was in you know, in Krypton, it was like a civilized culture, uh, way thousands of years before, the scientist was trying to create this perfect fighting machine uh, and and just kept on cloning it, recloning it, and the end effect was Doomsday, this uncontrollable beast. Uh, on Krypton itself was, was powerful, and then you, you think, you know, he comes to Earth, like he... Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with with Doomsday is he he adapts, you know, like mm-hmm. something that defeats him once, like the when they when they were creating him, something that def- uh, killed him once when they recloned him, uh, he was no longer vulnerable to that. Yeah, and he's uh, he evolved, he evolved from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He 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 keeps evolving, and uh, there's actually a really interesting uh, story. Uh, uh, Our world's at war, where there's this huge galactic threat. Imperius coming down. Imperiex, sorry. Galactus. Uh, yeah, exactly. <coughs> coming uh, to uh, there's both sides oh, of the universe. No. There's cross. Well, well, I mean, look at uh, Deadpool. Yeah, and look at who Deadpool came from. Slade Wilson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, or you know, um, Green Arrow, Hawkeye. I yep. mean, there's 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 parallels all over. Well, when you have two companies competing, right? Yeah, exactly. And they see something that works. Or... You know, it's just like Pepsi and Coke, different yeah. brands. Um, but anyways, uh, where was I with Doomsday? Um, yeah, uh, he, Worlds of War. Yeah, Worlds of War. And uh, there was actually, what they did is they, uh, I think it was Manchester Black, got into uh, Doomsday's head, made him more sentient, actually able to hold a conversation, altered his hate towards Superman, uh, uh, and directed it at Imperiax, and Superman and Doomsday actually fought together. Uh, and Doomsday ends up getting vaporized, and... He always comes back somehow, but that it's something I I'm going to show this to you after the podcast, and yeah. I think that everyone should actually watch this if you're a lover of Superman and comic books in general. Yeah, but it's a video on YouTube called "The Death and Return of Superman," where they describe this guy describes all of that storyline, that entire storyline. Yeah, and one of the things that was mentioned is that after that comic book or that that couple comic books that came out, what they did was they didn't effectively kill Superman. They killed the idea of death in comic books. Yeah. So after that, characters could come back whenever they wanted to write exactly. them back in. And when, um, when one of the one of the things is the one of the some people argue that he didn't really die. It was a Kryptonian coma. Well, that's that's what they went with in the book, yeah, right? They went, exactly. Oh no! It was totally when I get what, the punch. What, what happened is you know Eradicator, uh, who was one of the four. Uh, Superman. Last son of Krypton? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I, I'm making quote things in the air. Like yeah, it's alright. I've been, I've been nodding <laughs> exactly. like someone's going to be able to see you me. Know, I'm a hand talker, <laughs> so anyways, I'm going to do it anyways, but uh, what was I, what did I put in quotes again? Um, oh, the um, the Eradicator. Yeah, the, um, yes, uh, and he takes Superman and he puts him in the birthing matrix in the fortress, and while everything else is going on, uh, that's healing and reviving Superman and uh, but what happens is um, when Eradicator put him in there his powers went to Eradicator with some alterations and he, when he first came back he was powerless uh, when they ended up at the end of the storyline when he defeated Eradicator sacrificed himself to give Superman his powers back and 
yada yada yada. Yeah. There were a lot of good characters that came out of the death and return of Superman, though. Uh, Superboy, uh, the clone. I have to admit that when that Superboy first appeared, did not like him over time, uh, right away. But over time, they really de- developed the character amazingly, like, and made him into a really popular and likable character. And he had his own death as well, and uh, and he was he was brought back. And that yeah, and I mean, even look at Batman, right? He's died a couple times as well. Uh, well, he's well. The, the most uh, he hasn't really. He's only really died once, and that was the uh, the Batman R.I.P. Uh, storyline. Mm. Uh, but I mean, like uh, you've had old Batman die, and it's just different iterations of a story, yeah. right? Like it's Marvel's done the same thing. Where yeah, well, the only time Batman's died in the main continuity mm-hmm. uh, is the Batman R.I.P. story. But he, like, and yeah. there's there's different like, in the in the one offs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The the set in alternates timelines, futures, whatever. That's what the Elseworlds uh, story uh, line was was about, just giving these different takes. And... Well, it's like the Marvel Days of Future Past, right? Yeah. Or, uh, no, sorry, no, what if? Wait, not Days of Future Past. Yeah, the Days of if. Future Past is an X-Men storyline. Yeah, it's, and they're actually, that's the next uh, That's the next X-Men movie. film, yeah, I'm, and it's, which is awesome because I'm really looking forward to it because they're having the cast from both like First Class and the X-Men First trilogy. Class was a much better X-Men movie than the X-Men movies. I, I like the first X Men one, um, sort of the second, sort of the third. Um, uh, I I where while I liked the Wolverine movie, garbage. That was uh, trash. I, I liked I liked it, but I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. What they did with Deadpool. Uh, what they did with Deadpool and adding uh, Remy in there for no goddamn reason. Yeah, for was, fan service. Yeah, like, yeah, just you know sucking off the fans. Yeah, go go blow yourself. <laughs> like the be- Let's be honest though, the best superhero movie that's come out in the last. 10 years hands down Avengers yeah I mean it was so well done um, uh, I hope DC can take the example of how they, they built up to that uh, they want to do that the rumor is there's supposed to be a tie-in for Justice League in the uh, new Superman movie coming out in June Man of Steel which looks fucking excellent. Uh, um, they're also rebooting Batman again. Yeah, well, to make course. it more Justice League friendly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because the Nolan universe is separate than any. Because basically, and I like how Kevin Smith describes it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a cop movie. It's basically a cop movie. Absolutely. You know, like um, with a little bit of a, a twist on it. You know, like Superman's, for lack of all terms, policing Gotham City and. You know, like that—that that universe wouldn't fit in with what they want to do. Oh no, absolutely not! It's, it's far too dark, yeah. far too gritty. Yeah, exactly. They also they—I really didn't like with the last one what they did with Bane. I, yeah, I, I did and I didn't. I mean, I, uh, I liked, I liked the new story they. I, but I'm, I'm, I'm classic Bane. That's I love... that's my thing too. Is that I like the idea that, yeah, him and Batman fought a bunch and he broke Batman's back and all that. But eventually, they were essentially allies because they yeah. realized that they were the same fucking person. Yeah, they uh, they for a time they did become allies. Um, um, I think part of after Nightfall, Bane was part of uh, bringing uh, Mark Mark John Valley. I think was that became was Azrael became the the Azbat as they yep. uh, they referred to him as and helping taking him down when he went insane and 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 even when uh, and for. Batman R.I.P. After he was coming back, um, 
they went through like when when he was gone, they went through all these one shots with all these different characters competing for the mantle of the bat, and Bane was one of them, and ended mm-hmm. up Dick Grayson took over as Batman while he was gone, and I really loved that take, especially Dick working with. Uh, Bruce's son Damien as Robin mm-hmm. and uh, that, I, I love that was it a Frank Miller book where yeah I think it was a Frank Miller book where they had Batman just being this fucking asshole the entire time and he picks up Robin and he just smacking the hell out of him I believe that is uh... no I don't know if it's a Frank Miller book but it's that you, you always see it on the internet they, the, the captions oh no this uh, is another one so yeah, it was Frank Miller. It all-star was, Batman and Robin. And it was apparently a terrible series, but I only read the first book I've, where it was like... Of all the... There's... Uh, in my opinion, they did a lot of all-star. They did all-star Superman. Um, I, I can say, without feeling any betrayal towards my love of Superman, that the all-star Superman book was crap. And the, um, the all-star... They did uh, all-star Superman as an animated feature as well. And I... Uh, I, I knew I knew I had to watch it because it's Superman. Yeah, I, I've got that with a couple of the Batman cartoons and, too. And I, I I watched it and I'm like, I'm never going to... I didn't pay for it. I, I'll be quite honest. Because I, I knew I probably wasn't going to like it. So I downloaded it. Shame on me, whatever. And uh, downloaded it. And as soon as I was done, I deleted it. I'm like, that is the worst Superman Thing I've ever seen. Uh, to be fair, that was like me and uh, Under the Red Hood, the animated feature. I actually really liked that. Uh, the only part that I really dug was when the Joker is sitting around with the crowbar. It's like, hey, take a picture of me, and then me and him, yeah. and then me with the crowbar. Yeah, I mean that 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 was a that that's that brings two storylines uh, from Batman mythos together. You know, yeah. like uh, death in the family uh, storyline where Jason Todd, uh, the second Robin, gets killed. Uh, very actually, uh, there's a lot of controversy around it, but they actually voted for who would be the character that died. And at the time, uh, Jason Todd was a highly unpopular character. So, well, like, he was a smarmy little bastard. Yeah, and uh, I, I I like Jason Todd, and I like what they've done with him since his uh, return. Um, uh, and you know, he was part of um, happened out of Infinite Crisis. Uh, you know, Superboy punches a wall and a lot of things happen. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but he ends up uh, coming back to life. He's brought back to health by Talia, of course. Of course. And uh, there's a Lazarus Pit involved yeah. in there as well. The Lazarus and Pit, one of the best plot devices ever invented. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, But from what they've, well, since they brought him back, I mean, he's been, you know, uh, a lot of the time is against Batman and he, and he, he still is, but they have a, they still have a very... They have a they they have a relationship. They they it's just like Batman Superman now. They mm-hmm. have different methods. Jason Todd's like I'm gonna fucking kill. Yeah, he's he's like the Punisher of the Batman. Yeah, world. exactly. Uh, that's a very good parallel. Yeah, right there. he's he's the Punisher of the Batman worlds. And right now uh, there's a storyline going on. Uh, I just picked up uh, the conclusion today because uh, I picked up my books today. Um, uh, for death of the family mm-hmm. and uh, what happened uh, when DC rebooted the new 52 which is which is one thing we can talk about uh in one of the next podcasts yeah. death, death of the family at the beginning of the in the continent the new continuity for batman uh professor pig another batman villain ends up cutting off the joker's face oh jesus and um uh, they have joker's face 
Actually, I don't know why they kept it, but they have it stored somewhere. I mean, Trophy. And evidence. <laughs> and it's not Batman. I think it's in Arkham or yeah. in police evidence or something. And not not really sure what happens with the Joker at that point. And then he comes back and he fucking basically straps on and staples his face back on. Jesus. And he's going after all of Batman's allies. And the idea is, like, you know, like, he doesn't think him and Batman have a, a, a this the, the same relationship arch nemesis thing they have before and he thinks that all these people batgirl uh robin uh tim drake is now red robin mm-hmm. uh the, the third robin uh, red robin and uh jason todd red hood uh all of his allies he's just fucking with and um and even to the point where they're not really sure whether or not J- uh, joker knows who they all are because he's kidnapped alfred he's gone after uh people dick cares about uh, so basically what they're going with is the idea that if we can't be together then no one's going to be with yeah you. exactly exactly and um you know he, his idea is these people are making batman weak and if they're not around anymore batman can be uh, the they can be together yeah, forever yeah, exactly but that's sort of why i like the batman books because i find that batman and this is the big one i mean i i make a lot of jokes about him being a boy scout and all that yeah but i think i prefer batman over superman because it seems that the Batman books have a lot of pathos to them. Like, it's all this really dark, really heavy stuff yeah. that goes on in Batman. Whereas in Superman, I don't find that the, the, the heaviness is there. Yeah, and it, it, it is lighter. I mean, uh, and they've taken a bit, uh, in the New 52, they've taken a bit uh, different take with Superman. Uh, I mean, uh, like, um, uh, to do, without going too far in the New 52, uh, basically, uh, a lot has changed in the DC Universe where... Some things have stayed, stayed the same for some characters, and some things have changed. Uh, a lot has changed for Superman. Um, um, where they are right now is they, when they first started, uh, the line is, you know, like five years into where all the superheroes started appearing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, where Superman, you know, he's not with Lois Lane anymore. That was highly controversial. Well, yeah, because um, it it's been there forever, Yeah, you know, it's right? been there forever. They've been married forever. You know, when you think Superman, you think Lois Lane. Um, I kind of like that personally because you know it's, it's it's shaking up the status quo. It's changing things a bit for Superman. Um, a lot of people don't like the changes they've made to the to the costume. Uh, I personally, I really like them. Uh, I've never hated the red underwear. Uh, you know, it's always you know that's that's classic Superman. But mm-hmm. they've removed that from. Okay. Uh, he, he, now he wears um, like when when the new Superman title started. There was uh, action comics was Superman learning about his powers and stuff. Okay. Um, uh, action comics wasn't in present day. It's like five years ago. Whereas the Superman book was what's happening now. Um, uh, and so when he first started, his his costume was just a pair of jeans, a shirt with a cape, and then eventually he you know gets more into his Kryptonian heritage, and he's actually wearing like a Kryptonian battle armor. Okay. Um, and they, like his costume like comes out of. I actually sort of prefer that. Like that makes yeah. a lot more sense. Yeah, exactly. And it's actually uh, where Superman still is probably the, one of the most powerful characters in the DC universe. He's not. Uh, they've they've brought down his power level a little bit, so, uh, which was which was for a lot of people, you know, like Superman's become too powerful. Well, the whole thing was it seemed that they were writing it so that whatever he really wants to do. Yeah. Like, oh, this week, we want him to shoot puppies from his fucking fingertips and have them attack (laughs) his enemy. 
And just it sort of ended up being what it was, yeah. right? And so they brought down his power levels a bit. They've shaken up things. He's actually in the Justice League. Uh, him and Wonder Woman have a relationship right now. Which is pretty standard. Yeah. Standard uh, fare right there. I mean, you know, like, you think about it, you know. Superman. You go back to you think about Mallrats, you know, like Brody talking about Superman and the Kryptonite condom trying to, to um, fuck uh, Lois Lane, right? Well, uh, and you know, people argue, well, you know, Superman can control his powers. Well, you can't, you can't control one. You're fucking blowing a load into a woman. I'm sorry. No, and that's just it. And it, it was actually by uh, there was a story written in Penthouse magazine by David Niven and Kurt Swan, and uh, basically. He drew a bunch of porn with Superman in it, with him in a black suit and no Superman logo. But it was all to, to follow this story, or this uh, narrative thing that David Niven wrote about why they couldn't ever actually sleep together. Yeah, and well, there was there was one storyline where, uh, and I forget the title of what the title is, but uh, uh, where Superman does impregnate Lois, but um, she dies because the yeah. the, baby's, the baby's too strong for her womb, right? Now they never really explained the how and the why of how how they got and as they and, shouldn't right and like, as they as as they as they shouldn't because and for a certain level when you're reading comics you, you got to have a certain amount of suspension of disbelief well right? that's just, you're reading about yeah. people who are flying around yeah and have superpowers and shooting lasers out of their exactly eyes. like so, there's a level where you just have to go it's comic books yeah exactly but I'm, I'm gonna say we should probably wrap it up at this okay. point we've hit uh, about forty minutes oh wow yeah I know it right just, time just flies um, I think. Um, for next time, uh, or in the future, some of the things we should talk about, definitely the New 52, mm-hmm. uh, definitely the Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and 2, talk more about that. Absolutely. Um, uh, I can't say for sure what we're going to do next, but those no, are the things we're going to talk hell, about. It's, yeah, it's going to be nothing but comic book yeah. talk, talk in this uh, in this segment. Yeah, and anything in all comic books. I mean, I know at one point we're going to talk about The Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know what? And if you guys have suggestions for us, yeah, send us please. your suggestions, and we'll talk about that. We'll exactly. give you, we'll uh, give you our take. Any questions? Anything we don't know? We can look up. Um, anything that you think that we said that was wrong? Yeah, let us know. Like, yeah, I mean, you can be assholes to us. We can take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm human. I'm gonna misquote. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna say the wrong writers. You know, like absolutely. Shit as much as we have the iPad beside us here, trying yeah, to give us exactly. information on the fly, make us look better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, and just before we sign off as well... Um, uh, plug whoever you'd like to plug. Exactly. Um, I'm a big fan and customer of the comic book shop on Bank Street. Uh, I can't remember the address exactly, but you should also listen to their podcast, The Shopcast. Uh, very funny stuff. Uh, I, I love the guys. They interact well with the audience, take questions. Uh, finally got a mention once. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but definitely check out the podcast, the, the Shopcast. It's great. They have it on iTunes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's all yeah. I got. Uh, and now I'm going to do some shameless self-promotion because you covered the Comic Book Shop podcast. Yeah. Uh, on Fridays, you should listen to Game Maneuvers. It's my weekly video game three-minute news section, or segment, I guess. Yeah. Or podcast, or whatever the hell we want to call it. Uh, once a month we do orders from Chaos that goes up on the Stealth Maneuver site. Also, we have, uh, this comic book show that just started up. Exactly. Uh, this one, and we're going to be starting to do more shows more regularly based on different topics. You know, uh, how are people going to find you on Twitter? On Twitter, I'm, uh, at Romeo Blogs. Uh, long story behind that name. Uh, I can bring that up at another time. Uh, I used to have a... A, a, a blog that I used to write called the uh, uh, semi daily uh, semi daily planet 
Uh, now it's the semi never planet. Yeah, semi never planet, <laughs> highly dormant. Uh, but I think doing this podcast will get me uh, back into the vlogging, especially if I'm gonna uh, one point take over something uh, that we're not gonna mention yet. Yep. <laughs> right. It's all illusion and magic that yeah, we're talking exactly. about right now. It's um, the secret origin. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We just haven't written it yet. Exactly. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter at Chris Reddy. That's R E D D I E. I answer all questions. I follow back generally. Also, you can also follow me uh, for my uh, my uh, my hound persona for Dog and Pony Sound. That's at DPS underscore hound. And the DP isn't for double penetration. It's Dog and Pony Sound. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and, and you can also uh, check out at Dog and Pony Sound on Twitter for uh, all our karaoke shows. Absolutely. It's a karaoke uh, company, and they do a great, great job. That's actually where we met. Yeah, absolutely. Working bars and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and yeah, also just because I need to plug them on every show that I do, the Death Squad crew, follow them. They're the nicest people on the internet. Just follow them and tell them that we sent you and they'll love on you. One last thing that popped into my head and then we should cut it because we're going to pop heads, uh, things in our head all night, but oh, yeah. uh, Cross the Streams Radio. Yes, Check Cross the Streams. Uh, anything and all Ghostbusters. Matt Prov uh, and his buddies. Awesome. Fantastic, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll figure out a better sign-off, too. For next yeah, time. absolutely. <laughs>